Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is another episode of Couch Talk with the Shining Knight, and I'm your host, David Love. In this episode, uh, we're going to talk about uh, end of the month topics. Um, Starting with current events, topic one. Uh, just recently, um, on uh, March 25th, in Georgia, a new voter bill was passed to keep certain people, <clears throat> usually black and brown, excuse me, black and brown people from voting or suppress their votes even further. Uh, President Biden said um, in a press conference that this is uh, Jim Crow 2.0, and he also called it Jim Eagle, um, and it's atrocity. Uh, in the very state, same state of Georgia, where President uh, Biden won, and, you know, people turn out record numbers to um, turn the state from red to blue. And uh, in, the same, in the same state, the first black um, senator and Jewish senator were elected. Now, um, in this very same state of Georgia, they're trying to change these voting laws to um, to make this a a step backwards. Um, it, it, it's important that people still go out and vote, so history won't repeat itself. It won't be like it was during the civil rights uh, movement. Um, Minorities, black and brown, saw firsthand how important the vote really was um, during the 2020 election. Um, communities of color must continue uh, in their uh, fight for the right to vote. Um, also, uh, the Dominion is suing Fox News for $1.6 billion uh, because of uh, the Republicans they how they misrepresent the 2020 election and um, you know they're blaming Fox News for uh, you know their bad uh, uh, the bad news um, coverage so the Dominion is now um, suing Fox News for, for parts of the truth that Fox News uh, fabricated and Dominion is now uh, going to um, sue them for that. Also, um, in other current events, uh, the murder trial is underway um, on the former Minneapolis police officer, uh, Derek Chavin, who is um, accused of killing George Floyd when he put his uh, when he put his knee on his neck. For nine, you know, the whole thing happened within the time span of nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. Um, the whole George Floyd thing um, is 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 a travesty. Um, protests happened uh, this past summer they haven't seen since the civil rights movement, uh, the Black Black Lives Matter movement was in full force and um, peaceful, and I I repeat, peaceful protests were going on uh, last summer. Um, They, you know, Republicans and other 
people who don't agree with the Black Lives Matter movement would argue that um, there were um, acts of terror happening during Black Lives Matter protests and that looting and burning of buildings were happening. Those people are not a part of Black Lives Matter. They were just there um, seizing the opportunity to do damage in certain cities. Um, for the most part, the Black Lives Matter protests were peaceful compared to terrorist attacks, domestic terrorist attacks that happened on January 6th, where, uh, where the people there that were part of um, certain cults, I call them cults, um, Oak Keepers, Proud Boys, um, QAnon, they were there um, trying to destroy the nation's capital and were call, calling for the hanging of the vice president at the time, vice president Mike Pence. Um, compare that to the Black Lives Matter protests, they're two different things. Now, had that been the Black Lives Matter protesters at the nation's capital, if they even got near the nation's capital, they would have been executed right there before they can get anywhere near the nation's capital. Whereas these, I call them domestic terrorists, got through to the nation's capital, inside the nation's capital, destroying property inside and outside the nation's capital, um, looking for Nancy Pelosi, looking for, at the time, Vice President Mike Pence, and threatening to kill them, basically. Um, it's just, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a split, it's a difference between those protesters and those terrorists. Um, that's my opinion about that. Um, some people might disagree, but that's how I feel about it. Uh, but once in the current event topic on a more positive note, um, uh, President Biden and Vice President Harris visited the CDC back on March 9th, and they basically there, they were just really, really just there to thank the scientists and doctors and to uh, Rector Walensky for all their hard work to slow down the spread, hopefully stop the spread of the COVID-19 virus. Um, and uh, celebrating their uh, administering of uh, uh, um, with that. Um, compared to Trump's visit when he visited CDC, um, He was just rambling on about things that his father did. You know, he, he said his father was a scientist. How he believed he could be a scientist as well, and he could figure out things and this, that, and the other. And it was basically a photo op for Trump at the time, and just bragging about things that he did, you know, about his, things that he did, and bragging about himself. So, I mean, uh, once again, night and day. President Biden, former President Trump, night and day. Um, on to topic two, talking about uh, sports on and off the field. Um, baseball season officially starts today, April 1st. Uh, the preseason games are already um, underway. And there's been talk about if the LA Dodgers will uh, do a repeat and win another World Series title as everybody knows they won last season um, or will it be another team 
Um, the stats show the Dodgers have the best chance of going back to the World Series, but other teams are looking promising as well. The New York Yankees um, are trying again um, and believing they will have a good chance to make their way to the World Series. This will be their 41st appearance if they go this season and possibly if they win their 28th uh, win in franchise history. Um, uh, how I feel about this, I'm like, the Yankees already won 27 World Series titles since their existence. Um, I'm like, at some point, there should be a rule where, this is me talking, just talking, you know, just talking, just shooting the breeze here, just talking a little bit, but to me, it seemed like they should, they should have a cutoff of how many World Series titles they should win. Or any championship, um, you know, any league, you know, NBA, um, uh, NFL, they should have a limit about how many titles a, a team should win. Because I'm like 27, already 27 World Series titles. That's that's they make it look pretty easy, and you know, most teams haven't really won one yet. But um. Another team that you know you shouldn't go sleep on is the San Diego Padres. Um, they like they have a good chance, and also the Chicago White Sox. Experts say they are looking good this year, also. Um, another sleeper team is the Atlanta Braves, who haven't won. This one of the teams I was talking about. They haven't won a World Series title in, in about 26 years. Well, this year will be 26 years. Um, I believe if they were to win, it would be a fitting tribute to the late, the late Hank Aaron. Um, Hank Aaron just passed away um, this past year, and, or earlier this year, excuse me, and it would be a fitting tribute to, um, to him if they wanted to win another World Series title. That's just my opinion about that. Um, topic three, going on to movie news and reviews. The two movies um, for this episode I want to talk about is um, One Night in Miami. And since we're going into the Easter season, um, I want to talk about a movie that's, that was out a few years ago. It's a little older now. Um, but it's still a powerful film, The Passion of the Christ. Uh, the first film, One Night in Miami, which was directed uh, by Regina King, and I've been following her career since she was on 227 playing young Brenda um, on the show. Um, her mother, of course, is Molly Gibbs, who was mo- is most famous for playing uh, Florence on the Jeffersons sitcom. Um, uh, Regina King said of Marla Gibbs that she was her best friend and mentor. Um, she basically taught her, you know, help her get started in the TV and, and, and movie business and basically a lot of things. Um, one of my am to, you know, for people who haven't seen the movie, um, give a brief synopsis. One of Miami is a fictional night of the four iconic men who uh, were involved in change in the black community. These were in the persons of Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, Jim Brown, and Muhammad Ali. Only one of the four is still with us. He's still alive, Jim Brown. Um, he's alive and well. He's now 85 years old, and he's doing fine. 
Uh, he, along with the other three, were influencers in the black community at that time. Um, I tell anybody if you haven't seen the movie yet, it's still showing Amazon Prime. I highly recommend this movie. Um, you just go check it out. Um, a lot of things, a lot of issues that uh, the black community was dealing with back then is still now uh, very, very prevalent today, especially with what happened with George Floyd and the other uh, black people that have been brutally um, killed by police officers. Um, I could go on and on about that list and if I don't have a certain amount of time on this episode, on this podcast, so I won't. But since uh, George Floyd is now in the forefront because the trial has been going on, um, he'll be the most current person to talk about uh, 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 right now. But um, like I said a lot of, a lot of the um, problems that the black community faced back then in the 60s when this movie was supposedly uh, taking place uh, is kind of the same things we're dealing with today uh, just in a different way um, Jim Crow 2.0 is referred to as I said earlier uh, the second movie um, since we've been going to the Easter season uh, Easter is April 6th it's the Passion of the Christ for those of you who haven't seen this movie I also highly recommend this one um, the movie came out in 2004 and it was directed by Mel Gibson, who is most famous for uh, his movies, Mad Max, uh, the Lethal Weapon movies, uh, Payback, and many others. Mel Gibson felt very compelled, um, I guess because of his uh, beliefs, he felt very compelled to do this movie, which is a detailed version of the events of the last few hours of Jesus' Jesus's life, his death and resurrection. Um, I remember when this movie came out um, back in 04, um, there was some controversy with it. Um, that people questioning Mel Gibson, like, why would you do a movie like this? And you always know for doing action films and this, that, and the other. And he was, he was like, he didn't think nothing of it at the time. He was, you know, he said on an interview, on, I believe it was, it was on the uh, Tonight Show at the time when Jay Leno was hosting. And he said he didn't think it would be this serious. You know, you just wanted to make a movie about Jesus and he didn't think it would be, it would be as serious as it got. But he um, started something and spread like wildfire at the time. Um, strange things were happening during, uh, when they were filming the movie on the set. One, I remember, uh, Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus, he got struck by lightning, um, when he was, I think it was doing the crucifixion scene, he was up on the cross, he got, he got struck by lightning, and there was some other strange things that happened, uh, during the movie shooting. Um, also, um, the movie just had serious impact. I remember there were reports in the news about um, how people were giving their lives to Christ in, in massive droves because they seen the movie. Uh, I remember one report was about a robber. I can't remember what he, what he robbed, but he robbed, it, it might be a convenience store or somewhere else, but he robbed this place. And he um, 
after he got away with the robbery, you know, he went to go see the Passion of Christ, and he was so convicted by the film that he went back and turned himself into the police. I mean, that's how powerful the movie was. I mean, it it went into graphic details about how Jesus was crucified and how he was whipped and all this, and it was it was just a very powerful movie. So I recommend. Uh, people to go see this movie for Easter, if you can um, pull it up on a streaming platform, or I'm sure it'll be showing around Easter time um, on streaming, I would highly recommend people go see that movie. Um, well, this is this concludes my time on this episode. I want to thank all my listeners, and you can listen to me on the following podcast stations, Anchor, or slash Spotify, which, you know, Anchor and Spotify now merged in one company, uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Uh, you can check out my website and blog also on WordPress. Uh, that is Couch Talk with the Shane Knight. All that is ran together, Couch Talk with the Shane Knight dot wordpress.com and you can even email me at shiningnight2020 at gmail.com again thank you for listening i will be back on april 29th uh by then i'll probably be talking about uh, what i experienced at the car show and some other topics uh related to sports and movies again thank you for listening